Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was Rad. I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision! I'm Greg. I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. Where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s. Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! Alright, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America built a wall. There has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, So, um, what? What happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. Wink, wink. (laughs) Wink, wink. I'm going to start this again, and you're going to edit this out. That's right. This is This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast where two guys talk about movies from the 80s. That's the way it works. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. Quick and easy. We're going to get right into this. Uh, This week, Greg, so you kind of pre-started posting some stuff up on Facebook. I kind of like that, getting the, the audience ready, jonesing for the new episode. I really like that. Uh, Total Recall, Greg, was this film rad? Oh, uh, do you even have to ask me? Come on. <laughs> it's it's Verhoeven. Yes, I know. Schwarzenegger. I mean. How could you not stu- love my movies? Stu- <laughs> oh, man. Stupidly rad. This movie is incredibly, incredibly rad. Um, uh, first of all, you have uh, Schwarzenegger, I would say now, 1990, He's at his peak because in two years you get T2 Judgment Day. So he is he's like as high as I think he can get right now. You know what I mean? I agree. Yes. Yes. At this point, you know, Commando had come out. um, The first Terminator had come out. Predator uh, had been out. um, Predator had come out. I mean, he's he's just he's just a box office, you know, printing press, you know, printing money at this point. Just unstoppable. This is where you're absolutely right. This is where it starts. Where he goes right into uh, T2, True Lies, Twins, uh, Twins, was huge in the all, 80s. All of that comes right at this point. I think it was kind of Terminator in what 86. I think uh, was Terminator. Uh, I, no, I think Terminator was like 82. It, Terminator's real early. Okay, uh, Arnie took off all through the 80s. Yeah, and you 90s. have and um. One, one that I always try to mention that I forget, of course, one of my personal favorites, Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yes. Yes. Not the Duma. So oh, no. movie has so many quotable <laughs> lines. It's ridiculous. And um, another one of my personal favorites that we are doing is The Running Man. Uh, that almost became an option uh, this week because you really pushed me to buy oh, I Total Recall. And I, I was really, when I texted you, I'm like, I have to buy it for 10 bucks. I was expecting the Greg, oh, screw that. Let's do something else. But no, you were like, 
okay, and? <laughs> and yeah, I, was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, now I own now I own Total Recall. We both do. I'll probably never watch it again. Never, I'm never going to watch this movie again. It's the problem with non-physical media. I would totally have just sent this to a listener, but it's like, uh, I'm not going to give you my uh, Amazon.com login, listeners. Sorry. So, so you can watch it whenever you would feel like. No, no, sorry. No, you can't. So sorry. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, long, long way to say this movie was crazy rad. It was on TV a lot. It's it's because Verhoeven is at the helm. It's a little more cerebral uh, than most. But uh, it just this is one of those great movies in the 80s that I think everybody saw. And just it was it did well at the box office. The critics liked it. And it was incredibly rad. Uh, What do you remember about it, Paul? Well, I th- I remember this movie I mean, being Mr. so fantastic. Oh yes, no, thank you for having me as as a guest. This movie was so so the rad. It uh, I got the blood splatter. I got the three boobs. Really, anybody who go to watch this movie, you just gotta go. Oh my god, it's the, it, it's the most rad eighties pop you've ever seen. <laughs> I I all I can't do it. As soon as I get that high pitch, it all becomes. The 80s Pope, who, by the way, I believe will be making an appearance this episode. Oh, uh, it would not shock me if 80s Pope has a couple of questions about the three boobs that he sees in this movie. Would uh, wait, not wait, wait. shock me a bit. You mean tree boobs. Oh, I like that. Right? I like that. Uh, tree boobs, uh, alien cousin from the future. <laughs> Why not? Tree boobs. Come on, Greg. I got to get with it. Tree boobs. Uh, no, uh, I am with you. This movie was incredibly rad. Um, it, it's a Verhoeven um, vehicle, of course. So as a kid, I was um, Robocop, Total Recall. I know he did uh, Star Starship Troopers as well. Um, it's just those are movies that are just incredible. Um, very well done movies that were exciting. Like they really kind of got you into the movie and kind of kept you there. Um, the stories are always very unique. This one in particular is based on a short story, and I know st- I think Starship Troopers was based on a comic book. Starship Troopers, I believe, was based on a book. Starship or, Troopers. or a book. So, yeah. um, but he takes that, but he takes that material and uses it very, very well. So, um, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, just a, a lot of the things that I remember as far as this movie goes, um, is you know when he takes the the mechanical head off. Um, when, you know, tree boobs, uh, three boobs there. Um, something that I, for some reason, always remember is, um, it's not the, it's not the fight scene with Michael Ironsides at the end on, on the lift. It's just before that when he has the hologram. Oh yeah. Because I always found that like, that was clever. Even as an audience member, that was so far at the beginning of the movie you completely forget that he has that thing again. And then when it is, you're like, oh, oh, you son of a bitch. You you got me and I'm sitting in the theater. It's classic Chekhov's hologram wrist projector. You see it in the first <laughs> act. He uses it in the last act. It's textbook. I didn't get it the first time. I'm not going to get it. Unless, unless Chekhov is going to be somewhere in the movie, you know... You want him to come out and then, like, pick it up and be like, hmm, I wonder if this will be used later. And then just wanders off. Und com- uh, Commander, what are we going to do with this? I can't do Russian. 
Chekhov. Comrade. Comrade, yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, comrade. Comrade. <laughs> comrade, what do we do with, all the, with, with the hologram? We, yeah. we project to distract the, the enemy. Keep an eye out, boys and girls. <laughs> and, he just, and then he just kind of tips out. Of the, right. I, I love it. Arnold walks out of the scene and the camera stays as he walks into the frame. And then he does that. And then he yeah. walks out of the frame behind Arnold. And then it cuts to the next scene. Night. Okay. Okay. Chekhov's Chekhov's rule or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Chekhov, Chekhov's gun is what, is what it's called. Is that what it is? That's, yeah, that's the official title. Okay. O- officially. You can we, know, we're, can we call it Chekhov? Officially. Can we call it Chekhov's phaser then? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah, Chekhov's nuclear wessel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 Comrade, I use, I use <laughs> nuclear vessels. <laughs> By the way, he doesn't sound like that either. That's just a poor. No. That's, a, that's just a poor I, Russian accent. I was, I was gonna say, I've, I've met Walter Coing. He does not sound anything like that <laughs> at all. No, damn. No, I try to get my impressions as spot on as possible, Greg. Paul, Her- Paul Verhoeven is a clear example of this. Yeah, you're, you're Verhoeven out Verhoeven's Verhoeven, in my opinion. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Why why don't we get into Total Recall? Have you always wanted to climb the mountains of Mars? But now you're over the hill? Then come to Recall Incorporated, where you can buy the memory of your ideal vacation cheaper, safer, and better than the real thing. So don't let life pass you by. Call Recall for the memory of a lifetime. It, it this this movie starts out to me very familiar um perhaps uh, we've seen this opening <laughs> two or ten times in the 80s now uh it just seems like any sci-fi futuristic movie has this this crawl opening with this um timpani drum led music to it I, I didn't, up until now, I, I guess I just didn't realize it, but like RoboCop had it, uh, Terminator was probably the closest one to this, Predator did this, they all kind of did this crawl, and it, I guess I just never really noticed it before. It, and uh, I, 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 as always, want to point out a few things. You have uh, Jerry Goldsmith doing the music. Uh, yes, yes, of yeah, course. Of course, because yeah. he, he, he basically did everything. Um, and you've got um, good amount of famous people in this movie: Michael Ironsides, yes, Sharon Stone, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, and uh, Verhoeven apparently loved him so much he brought him back to play pretty much the same role. Ronnie Cox, uh, role number three for Ronnie Cox. Uh, one more, he's going to be tied for most appearances on a TWR movie. Oh, with uh, with with Leah Thompson. <laughs> yes, yes. That that's the company that he keeps <laughs> is Leah Thompson of all people. Uh, although Arnold Arnold's crawling up too. He's got one more appearance, so uh, we're getting some regulars in the TWR cast. Well, I uh, let's see, Ronnie Cox. I mean, all we need to do is do Beverly Hills Cop, and and we're definitely doing that at we're some tied. point. Yeah, so. that's 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 a done deal. Um. Oh, by the way, little piece of trivia that I have. My wife and I have been re-watching uh, Stargate SG-1 from the beginning. Ronnie Cox plays Senator Kinsey. The, oh, no kidding. He plays the government foil 
in that series. He comes back like four or five times throughout the series as the guy who's from the government, and I'm going to shut this down because you're spending too much money. Really, he just plays Ronnie Cox in, in yet another. Say, he's he, for, Somehow after RoboCop, they were just like, you are always <laughs> going to be the sort of rich, out of touch, a minute for me guy. When you said in, in Vision Quest, this is the character you played before, I legitimately was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, this is the this is the wrong character. I, I can only picture Ronnie Cox angry at people. Like at Burger King, like he's just in the drive-thru. You hear me. I'm getting pickles on my Big Mac, and you're going to do it now. Um, Sir, sir, this is Burger King. We, we have the Whopper. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I stutter? <laughs> I'm sucking the air out of this building. <laughs> That's right. Shut the air off. Shut the air off. Sir, you're going to have to move along. <laughs> I'm Ronnie Cox! Oh, man. I so, love I love angry, angry entitled Ronnie Cox is a character we can do a lot with. Yes. It's so, it's so good. Angry entitled Ronnie Cox. A- no, angry entitled Ronnie Cox is a it, winner. It, in mundane situations. Oh, 100%. It's, just, never, it's never like... Um, like this is a hostile takeover, and we're gonna shortchange you on stock options. No, no, no. Right, no this no. is like, this is like you've given me a ticket, and I've only been sixty seconds late. Like it's always it's the the most dumb things. Oh my god! Yeah, like he, oh, he's at Staples, and he's trying to get the 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 twenty five cent notebooks, and he has thirty one, and they're like, oh, it's fifty five cents for that for that thirty first one. He's like, do you know who I am? I'm going to be writing important things in these notepads, and you're not going <laughs> to fucking stop me. This coupon doesn't limit <laughs> one per customer. Now ring it up. <laughs> I don't care. What am I going to do with 1,000 free <laughs> ring binders? That's my business. <laughs> Sir, I, He's, uh, he is quickly becoming a WWE heel, and I love it. He is. He is. He's so good. Uh, excuse me. We're an 80s podcast. WWF. WWF. Screw enough. that WWE attitude error junk. I don't even know what they're up to now. But Anyway, <laughs> see, yes. Angry and titled Ronnie Cox is in the show. I bet he's a gentle human being. I bet he's a wonderful person, but I can't picture it. And we uh, we open on Mars. We see Arnold and uh, who we eventually find out is Melina, um, the girl that he's with, in spacesuits, um, which is different from the ending. So right off the bat, even as you go through the whole movie, whatever that beginning shot is before he wakes up from the dream, that's that uh, that's a lot of that's an interesting setup to the rest of this movie of whether it's real or not. Yeah. And so we I guess I guess we should we should briefly talk about that is that there's there's a sort of hotly debated topic where this film is either you take it at its le- at what it's telling you the 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 completely by the book what the story is telling you which is Arnold Schwarzenegger goes in to get one of these implanted memory vacations and suddenly he it it wakes up him and he's really like a sleeper agent and he's just you know secret agent from Mars and all this stuff or 
it's it's that when he goes to get this this memory implanted everything after that point is the memory that they implanted in his head it's the vacation like the secret agent adventure that he's going on yeah and yep. and so throughout the movie this is sort of a is it or isn't it type thing. yeah and, and we'll, we'll and address yeah. our thoughts at the end i think once we kind of go through it. uh definitely yeah. and and it it's it so it opens with a it turns out it's a dream sequence you see that cool thing where they're they, their helmets break open, they fall yeah. over, and, like, the eyeballs are, like, getting sucked out and stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of special effects in this movie. Some yes. of it holds up very, very well. Oh, and some, some of, of it, it does not. No. Uh, but some of it does. Um, and then Arnold wakes up, and, Greg, you don't have to agree with this. You're a, your own man. I started kind of having uh, some, f- some, some of my own... Uh, Vietnam flashbacks uh, when Sharon, when Sharon Stone starts going, who is she? What, what were you dreaming about her again? Why don't you ever dream about me? What's wrong with me, Quaid? And I was brings like, up, uh, <laughs> and I was like, up, yep. <laughs> and I was like, oh, ooh, ooh, this movie's watching me, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. Where's the, uh oh, where's the ice pick she's going to uh, stab me in the neck with? Yeah, reminds me of another Verhoeven film, Basic Instinct. Is that um, is that Verhoeven? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, no, um, I was talking about my personal life. Uh, where, oh, <laughs> where? Fair enough. Perhaps I have woken up, and maybe I've had a dream about someone else, and I open my stupid mouth, <laughs> and then I have to deal yeah. with those consequences. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it it's one of those things where I think uh, great, you know, people talk about advice. And uh, here's some advice uh, for all you married people that maybe you're just married. Uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't say anything. Don't ever. No. Just keep don't. it inside. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. Unless you. Here's 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 a here's a great rule of thumb. If you're unsure, shut up. Uh, the end. Tell you what. Take some advice uh, from basketball legend Dennis Rodman when uh, I, Carmen Electra walked into his room. And found him in bed with another woman. She, uh, Carmen Electra, addressed Dennis Rodman and said, What is that girl doing here? And Dennis Rodman, to every man's credit, went, What woman? (laughs) (laughs) True story. True story. (laughs) Respect. You are really... Wow. Talk about gaslighting. That's that's impressive. What woman? And I believe... If I'm not... I may be correct, but if it's not that woman, it may be another one. He claimed she fell through the ceiling with which there was no hole. Well, you know, (laughs) it was a portal. Um, (laughs) Yes. So friendly, friendly advice from from the married men of TWR. Uh, Yeah, there you go. So um, I, I wanted to throw out, Paul. Yes. A secondary theory on this film. Ooh, okay. I, I was watching it, and I said, how come no one has come up with this theory? Opening of the film, they're in the spacesuits on, on the hill. Yeah. They tumble down. They smash their their uh, Helmets. Uh, suits. The faces are open, and they're, they're dying because they're in Mars' atmosphere. That is the actual... That actually happened, and everything after this is him dying. Oh, one of those flash... It's a flash it's before a your eyes ladder scenario. Ooh, that <laughs> is good. Three seconds in, so no, it doesn't matter what's real and what's reality. It's, that my it's 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 a double reverse reveal. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. So when anybody <laughs> asks me from here on out, I am clinging to that story. No, that's not a dream. That's his brain. It's just Dying. firing neurons, man. <laughs> this movie picks up where some other movie just ended. <laughs> they all the bad guys and they're like getting ready to like kiss, you know, on the great overlook. And we picked right up after that. And it's just a horrific story of the two main characters dying. Oh my God. That's so, that is interesting. But now I want to see how they got there because Mars doesn't have an atmosphere. We'll have to, we'll have to do a prequel. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking. We are four, four of my notes in. <laughs> I was going to say I'm on page one and I've got six more of these. So, uh, Okay. We can, we can, to be fair, skip a large chunk of this. So we can, it's, we can. So it's, it's, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's like, oh, I had that Mars dream again. And, and his wife's like, oh, you know, you got like Mars on the brain. And he's like, let's go to Mars. Let's move there. This is so great. And she's like, no, why don't we go on a vacation? Not to Mars. Let's, <laughs> let's take a right. space cruise to Saturn. Let's, uh. Let's, uh, no, 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 no. Let's take a space cruise or let's go to Saturn. I don't, maybe they don't have space cruises to Saturn. I don't, maybe <laughs> Saturn doesn't, it's very air sick. I don't know, but whatever. So, yeah, no, that's, I, and, and you know what got me about this too is, is he says, he does the classic, you know, I just want, I, I think I'm more, I'm destined for more, uh, some kind of greatness. And, and I, I was talking to my wife at the time. I'm like, I'm, as I'm watching this movie, I'm like, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. You look yeah. like that. Your wife is that. And you work as a construction guy. You, How do they you, afford that friggin' house <laughs> if he's running what I kind of assumed was like a jackhammer? I can only assume it's illegal drugs. <laughs> that, that, that's, what he's, that's what he's jackhammering yes, for. Yes. Illegal he's cleaning drugs. out okay, coke. It puts some in his pocket and walks. It's so odd. Like... Just that opening premise of I'm destined for something more, I, I don't know if it lends credence to the whole he was a secret agent before or not. It, it's I think, very I think odd. that's I think that's if if you're taking this at, at a level of he is is like having feelings and kind of like unconsciously remembering his other life where he was, you know, you know, it was like excitement and like, you know, yeah. you know, had like, you know, government clearance for all this stuff. And so he's kind of like, Oh, I'm, I just feel like I'm, I'm not doing what I used to do. And, and I, I get that, but I got to go. I mean, Paul, you wake up tomorrow. You look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you're married to 1990s Sharon Stone. Okay. And you're going to complain that your life isn't planning out the way, panning out the way you you wanted it to, and you just want a little more. Uh, they call that the hedonic treadmill, which means no matter how happy you get, you, you plateau and are then unhappy again. And it doesn't matter how much money you get. You'll be happy for like a week, and then you'll just be unhappy. Oh, Gregory. Hello. We are doing the podcast now. We watched my movie, Total Recall. <laughs> I was very well, good in well, it as always. All, happy birthday, because I know your birthday just happened. Yes, I just turned 70. I am, happy a, 70 I am the strongest 70-year-old to have ever seen, Gregory. Yeah, I, bet I, I bet you are. I, I, I am 70, know. and my wife is 1990 Sharon Stone. 
She is not. How does, <laughs> she, I don't know how that works. I'm not going to question you. I'm, I'm a little terrified. I've got to be honest. She, she's she, very she, imposing. She's completely okay with, with how I am falling apart inside. Oh, <laughs> uh, If you got to do, if you got to do the podcast with Arnold Schwarzenegger, how amazing would your life be? Uh, that. Oh, you know what, Paul? I would just go. I just feel like I'm destined for more. <laughs> You know, we got we got Schwarzenegger as a guest. I just feel like I'm destined for more in life. I feel like we could have achieved more in our lives than this. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not, so- not going to break down like Schindler's List. I could have done more. I just mean like like yeah, just, just something. I feel like maybe I'm, I'm I don't know uh, something. Maybe maybe I should have taken that trip to Europe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe so. Uh, anyway, we, this is where we can kind of skip because he goes to work, blah, 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 talks with his buddy. Uh, he hears a jingle for recall and goes there and says, hey, I want to buy this memory package. This And can I say this salesman? Amazing. Whoa. I was sold and I'm not even in the movie. <laughs> it, he, he like, because Schwarzenegger is just like, I want like the bare bones package. And yes. the salesman's like, hey, yeah. hey, all right, man. Hey, hey you're in charge here. You're in charge, but I just, look, I just want to throw something past you here. What if, you know, you spend a couple of hundred credits and you're a secret agent? What did, the- you, did you notice he also says, hey, instead of Mars, I've got a really great Saturn package. Yes, And all I can did. think of is the Saturn lobbyists, <laughs> the Board of Tourism, they are really good at their job. Oh, my God. With the exception of Schwarzenegger, who's just, like, got blinders well, on. Everyone else is like, Saturn, yeah, dude, go to Saturn. What are you, stupid? Go to Saturn. Well, you know what's interesting? And this is one of, this is a good point of where the movie plays with you of whether it's real or not. He tries to get him away from the Mars package. And um, at, and Arnold literally asks him, what about the guy who got lobotomized? And I love how the guy doesn't say no, that didn't happen. He just says, that's not a problem anymore. <laughs> oh, that's ancient history. Right. This guy is the perfect salesman. No, so, he is. This guy is. Uh, you know, he 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 has Arnold Schwarzenegger in the palm of his hand. And, and I'll tell you right now, I know it works. I have a car starter. I didn't need a car starter, but I got the same. I literally, Greg, almost for the dollar amount, I got the same thing. What's three hundred and fifty credits? And then Arnold just smiles. Yes, what is three hundred and fifty credits? It's uh, only money. You other, can't take it with you, right? Other than my ice pick wielding wife at home, who's going to kill me every time I talk yeah. about another woman, she'll be fine with this. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah he so was fantastic. He, he oh, so good. He um, goes for the uh, package. Goes. He gets the pack, and wouldn't you know it? The salesman tells him kind of what's gonna happen. Yes. And this is one of the points where people point to where they say that this movie is in his head because he says the plot of the film. Right. The the package that he's buying is like, you're a secret agent, you're deep undercover, you know, you have to, you know, you get to Mars, you, you meet the girl, you're, there's danger all around, you save the day at the end and you get the girl. And that's like literally what happens right after this. It, it, so that's one of the things people point to when they go, no, if this is all in his head, it's the memories. Of the yes, head. yes. I I totally buy into that for sure. Um, Did you notice the, the woman changing her nails? It was the same technology from the fifth <laughs> Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, did I see I that. I never noticed that before. I thought it was funny. Uh, I saw that. 
Um, I he uh, Arnold gets put into the chamber. I I, I got to tell you, this is where the special effects really good. That chair looks phenomenal. It's really oh yeah. That is futuristic, and it's an iconic with with the blue tubes going up and around in the oh yeah, no, it's fantastic in the half circle. It it's just a really cool iconic scene, um, and it looks great. Something goes wrong, and Greg, I I wanted to ask you because uh. Oh, wait a second. Damn it. You're the podcast lawyer. Yeah. yeah I'm the podcast lawyer. doctor. I guess I should be yeah. asking myself. Yeah, you're what, you're the podcast what, doctor. What is a schizoid embolism? Because it really feel like <laughs> I really feel like they wanted a really good embolism but couldn't think of a real word to do it. It's it can't be a real thing. Well, what's uh let's google it. I was going to say my new uh position as a researcher yes yes so according to active member of the church of satan a schizoid (laughs) embolism is what happens when your brain is unable to separate fantasy from reality and you end up going crazy uh i think he's literally just talking total about total recall (laughs) i don't i don't i don't think I i think he might be having a little fun at our expense damn damn him so well they thought it was a real condition because they start screaming it I, I'll tell you right now, uh, the, these guys, these technicians cannot handle their crap. It sounds like this happens no. on a regular basis because she says um, we're having another. Another. <laughs> yeah. and, and yet they don't seem to have protocol. No, 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 no. I mean, the protocol is basically let's just keep jamming him with. Uh, I sedative. love I love that. Which. Thoo, thoo, thoo. I'm like, just just put it there. Just let the whole jar go. I was can't we just like leave it in? But no, we gotta shoot him like multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so so basically he's screaming about, you know, oh you you know, you blew my cover and and uh and they're like, but we haven't done anything yet. So they sedate him and they throw him in a Johnny cab, which are these cabs driven by these like Android robots. Yeah, things. was that was that Robert Picardo? Oh, man. Yeah, he did all that stuff, didn't he? He did a ton of voice work in the 80s and 90s. Um, Oh, he was in um, uh, Interspace. He was. It sounded just like him in the the Johnny Cab. Kind of looked like Uh, him. Yes, yes. It was. That was was Robert Picardo, yes. Um, Sounded just like him. Um, I I like the Johnny Cab. Very clever idea. Uh, It's pretty good. Um, He gets home, and this is where the movie takes the hard left. Um, on us, where his buddies show up and goes, "Hey, do you want to go for a beer?" And, and Arnold's like, "Oh no, I get to get. The, I'm going home to Sharon Stone. You idiot, don't you know?" And him and a couple of the guys they kidnap him, and now Arnold kind of goes into Arnold mode, beats the living hell out of everybody. Oh, oh kills everybody. Yes, yes. Uh, which is now we've entered Paul Verhoeven uh, territory. You know, oh, I like I like the blood to go style? everywhere. <laughs> he has a very distinct violence style. He, he does. Really does. I, watching this movie, RoboCop, and I have seen Starship Troopers probably as much as I've seen RoboCop. That is distinct. How, like everybody does blood packs, he doesn't. He uses flesh packs. Like yeah. it oh, opens yes. up like a giant wound. I never really noticed that that was all one style from one director, but you can definitely see it here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's freaking out. He goes home to Sharon Stone, and he's like, "Ah, you know, I went to, I went to, 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 
to recall. the recall thing, and and she's like, "Oh, it's, look, relax. You're just you're having uh, you know they just messed with your brain. It's okay. It's not real." And he shows her the bloody hands, and he's like, "No, look, like this isn't this isn't like a delusion." No, no, no. he goes yeah. he goes. You call this a delusion? And I just pictured Sharon Stone going, "It's a good one." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't I don't know what you were doing in the alley, but she starts to seem sympathetic. He goes to wash his hands. He comes out, and now, kind of a very obvious plot twist at this point. Sharon Stone is also shooting at him. He gets takes her out. They have a fight scene. I really like this scene a lot uh, because a it's real. He beats the crap out of her, but she is clearly skilled in combat and takes and gives it right back. Um, he eventually gets her. She explains what's going on. Now she really explains, you were implanted with another false memory of this guy. It, it's something, Doug Quaid? Douglas Quaid? That's that. That's his name. That's but who they, he is they, now. Yeah, he's he, he was someone else. Hauser. Yeah, Hauser. That's yeah. right, yeah. But now he's Doug Quaid. It was all implanted. It's, you know, he, he is a secret agent. He was on the secret plot, and, and we they converted him. And she's been his fake wife for all of these time, all of this time, and I kind of like the scene how it breaks down into her, her and him just kind of sitting there, kind of talking it out. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I know like, we just right, tried we to just, kill each other. We got all our, we got all our feelings out. Yeah, yeah. Let's just take a break and we'll just chat. <laughs> it's it's one of those moments. Look, look, you're in a vulnerable spot. I'm in a vulnerable spot. I, <laughs> right. I know. I know in our relationship, this is going to be one of those points we go back to and go, oh, that's when it changed. But, <laughs> but but really, I need to kill you at some point. So, <laughs> and, and, and it turns out she's just buying time because yes. Michael Ironside, yeah. uh, Richter, and all his goons are on their way yes. to, uh, to neutralize uh, uh, Quaid. Yeah, and uh, luckily he notices that. He gets out of there um, just in the nick of time. Look, love who you're going to love. That's what I say. If I'm making love to 1990 Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Ironsides is not the guy I'm running to when that sorry, falls apart. Sorry, Michael Ironsides, but I mean, great actor. not even great in the actor. same sport. No, no. I love Michael Ironsides. I mean, <laughs> Verhoeven loved him so much. He he, he's in a ton in of movies. Yeah. Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. So, but man, yeah, yeah, when he goes up and kisses her, I'm like, uh, uh, okay, now it's clearly all fantasy, <laughs> right? Because if you're Arnold, if you look like Arnold, and it's all a fantasy in your head, wouldn't you just know your hot wife would only have gone for the ugliest man on the opposite team? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that definitely makes it like better, right? Definitely. Um, ah, yeah, she she wanted one last time with me, ha ha, because <laughs> she says that. Yeah, she does. She does. Um, so uh, we've got a long chase. Yeah, which we can skip wholesale. Um, I'm okay and basically, with. all you need to know is we're we're introduced to Ronnie Cox at, because that's who uh, Richter uh, Michael Ironside is answering to. Yes. And yes. Uh, Doug goes to a hotel and uh, finds that he's got uh, he gets a phone call from someone. And they tell him, I've got a suitcase for you. There's a there's a tracking device in your head. That's how they're chasing you so well. So if you put a wet towel on your head, it'll dampen the signal. Come out and get this suitcase. It'll fill you in on everything you need to know. Sure. And he does. So he grabs the suitcase. 
Um, he has to fight it from an old lady. She really wanted that bag. Not sure why. Know, like, he is fighting hard. <laughs> well, is that a it's robot that, or it's something? A, it's that old lady strength. <laughs> I, guess, I guess, yeah. Her joints are all locked up from osteoporosis. And, oh, there we go. Once, yeah, it's like the claw. Once, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's like a digger claw. It's like once it locks on, you just can't get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, it's just you know? stuck. Okay, um, no, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, he goes to... A, he ends up going to an abandoned warehouse because Paul Verhoeven loves those. Loves abandoned warehouses. Um, and this is where we have the, the tracker scene when he pulls the giant orb out of his nose. Not Didn't hold up. Uh, nope. Those effects look pretty weak. Yeah, they do. Uh, look pretty rough. And I, I don't know how big the, no, the nasal passage is, but I don't think it just snaps back like a rubber band like that there's a lot of things in this film where like they get really enormous <laughs> and then they just revert back to size with like no issues no tearing would, of the flesh you, no loss of soft tissue greg would you uh, perhaps be speaking of a particular scene where oxygen may not be at first abundant <laughs> uh, you, I, I i may be we'll, we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to see. find out okay okay i like little, that little tease. you're right you're right tease don't spoil got it tease yeah. don't spoil yeah <laughs> he pulls out the or the thing stupid scene he puts it in candy the, the rat i guess nibbles on the candy until it sucks down an entire yeah, that 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 thing's like one third the size of that rat <laughs> come on give me it a break is. so anyway yeah basically in in the suitcase is like um it's it's like a bug out bag exactly it's, yes. it's, it's got yes. tons of money weapons uh fake passports and um a, i think it, does it have like instructions to go to a certain hotel on mars i think no so what it is is there's a suitcase that he opens up and it's got like a, a video screen and it's arnold oh, yeah, telling yeah. himself what's happening oh if you're watching this you probably have a wet towel on your head um, that sort of thing, and he kind of goes through it real quick, pulls out the orb, and then he, that's when he says, you need to go to Mars, and you need to go to the Hilton Hotel. Which Classic, classic I'm line, very, get your ass to Mars. I, I'm really glad Hilton is still around in the future. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I, I don't feel like the Hilton family, I'm glad they're doing well. Wouldn't uh, you agree? I mean, it's an iconic brand. It is, yes. Yeah. I'm just, um, I'm just going to do a drop of Paris Hilton, just so you know. Oh, well, for fantastic. <laughs> you seem excited. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Are you about to lose control? Yeah, just like that uh, episode, that very special episode of Saved by the Bell when uh, Jesse was on uh, caffeine tablets. Yeah. Pills? You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them, Zach. I have to sing. Whew. <laughs> that was, that, that led to good things. That's a deep pull. That is, that is a good one. That is a shocking, <laughs> shocking no one. It was supposed to be uppers. And they said, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't have Saved by the Bell crew actually doing drugs. Make it caffeine pills. To which I go, hmm, those aren't the same thing. <laughs> no. You think doing cocaine is like drinking coffee? <laughs> well, nope. at Bayside High it is. <laughs> <laughs> in the magical world, listen. Where when you say time out, time literally freezes for everyone <laughs> right, but you. Right, right. Listen, listen. Where where building is your principle? Only there could a, a, a strong caffeine pill give you the same uh, adrenaline uh, as, as a bump of coke. 
in the morning, you know? Now, I, uh, uh, you know, I think people are going to give us crap. We're talking about Saved by the Bell, but I'd like to remind everyone that show started in 1989. It didn't. It didn't. Ha ha. 80s rule. <laughs> little, little, little gotcha reference right there. I lured you in and uh, ba 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 gotcha. I wish I knew a screech catchphrase. I draw, I, I don't know any screech catchphrase. Zoinks! Zoinks! Oh, he fuck. didn't really have, nobody had catchphrases. No, I thought he did. Okay, dear God, no, 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 no. Put your goddamn mouse down. Nope, we're moving on. Uh, let's That's see. fine. Nope, we're done. Uh, he moves on. His whole life is a dream, blah, blah, blah. Gets an escape. Lady wants the bag, gets to the bag. Uh, let me see. He pulls the bug wow, out. you're uh, really going fast. Through no, this I'm not. Here. No, I'm going through my notes. Uh, okay, he ends up in Mars. So he he basically just gets cuts to Mars. That's right, basically it. Uh, this is a pretty big famous scene. Um, he there's a a uh, a, a well fed woman. <laughs> that's a that's a nice way of putting it. Sure. Is it a nice way? I hope so. Uh, a, a a woman of size, I believe, is he politically a, a, correct a, way to say that? A a, a plentiful? Uh, <laughs> plen- I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what you're supposed to say anymore. It's really hard for me to keep up. Uh large redheaded woman. There we go. That works. Yeah. So she's trying to get through, and she's gonna make it. And then because he gets asked, the, uh, she gets asked the question, "How long are you gonna be here? Two weeks. Do you have any fruits or vegetables? Two, Two weeks. weeks. And I like how it keeps changing inflection each time he says it. At first, like two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> and then it, and then it bugs out? Yep. And then you have this really cool scene where uh, the head comes apart, floats above him, closes back up. This is where the special effects hold up. And that is still a cool scene. It is. Totally, totally cool. Arnold, another gun battle happens because it's a Paul Verhoeven movie. Oh, man, there are so many of these. There are so many, like, gun battles. It's ridiculous. Now, um, I do have to say... What kind of a disguise do you have where you're like, all right, I just put this, like, cool helmet on. Yeah. But if I'm discovered, I can throw it at someone and it'll just blow up. <laughs> you are taking a chance. You touch I, the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if it's or, or everything goes great and you take the helmet off and you're like, oh, hey, thanks, buddy. Here you go. Like, put that over on the shelf and then you've just blown up your, your cohort. You know? Even worse, Greg, what if it's, like, one spot on your forehead? That you have to touch, and like a fly lands there, and you're like, ah, boop, boop. Oh yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, should have thought about that one. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of questions. This right? raises a lot of questions. I have a question. You're on freaking Mars. Can we? I don't know. Seven pane glass <laughs> the windows. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have that written down. It's too bad they didn't bulletproof <laughs> a single piece of glass <laughs> Not on this planet. And on top of that, you when they break, there's not an automatic shutting mechanism. (laughs) Someone has to hit a button, (laughs) which is like the the pressure is being lost. We're gonna be flying around. You know what that is, Greg? That that is the futuristic futuristic assumption that everything is better. Do you think that that was some sort of union, um, (laughs) some union concession? Where they were like, no, 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 no. No more of this automatic crappy crap. Well, what do you we're going to have then? a human being doing what? this job. They're going to push the button. What? They're going to save everybody's lives. Ha- wait, 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 wait. You want someone at the button? Yeah. Man. That's what I said. 20, this is non-negotiable. 24 Buttons hours. Buttons have been taking jobs for too long. Okay. And I've had it. 
Okay, now, is this person going to be, like, right at the button? Oh, no, no, no. They'll be, like, five feet away. <laughs> but what if there's an emergency? What? What? Why look, can't they just look, be at the button? Are you trying to say that my union men aren't capable of walking no, 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 five no, 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 no. feet and hitting no, no, a button? Because no, no, no. that seems very insulting. No, 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 no. I would never, I would never do that. Please don't stop construction. We really need these buildings. Okay, no. okay, good. Um, okay, but I'm just okay, wondering. Okay, it, it, concession man at the button. Can we put the man near the button? All right, I'll give you, I'll give you three feet. <sighs> uh, okay, as long as we can get this built by by September. <laughs> Three feet, but he has a chair he gets to sit in. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and that's when negotiations just start all over. <laughs> they, they, they stopped. They just, they never, they never made it. That's why they only have one pane of glass. <laughs> that's why they have one. <laughs> they just did not put the rest in. No, no. Do you think the union leader was like, fine, fine. He has to stand right next to the button. One pane, boys. Yeah, one oh, pane. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. What about all the other glass? Put it in the truck. We'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a buyer. So I've already like got a buyer. <laughs> <laughs> they need lots of windows because they only do tours. <laughs> They'll pay ten times as much for this glass on Saturn. <laughs> I'm, I'm shipping. I, I'm selling the Mars glass to Saturn. That's that's where the money is. Well, you know what's Saturn. funny? You know how stupid. You know what's sad is though. I feel like Ronnie Cox would love that idea. <laughs> Rod, no, that's that's the type of thing like that happens to him, and he's just like, that's a good <laughs> that's angle. Good, that's a good angle. I am impressed. He angle. calls that guy up, and he's like, hey, hey, I got a job for you over here. That was a sick move, man. That was Richter. Richter was the UN leader. <laughs> I like the cut of your jib, sir. You're working yeah. for me. There it is. Okay. So yeah, one pain. I don't. I couldn't fathom why, why it was only one pain, but I guess we solved that mystery. Uh, yeah. What no, do we say? It's closed. Thank you. Um, he gets there. Uh, we meet a cabbie by the name of Buddy, is it? Oh, boy. I thought it was like Benny. I oh, Benny. Yes, it is. Oh, you know what? I did write it down. Benny. It is Benny. Yes. Benny. Okay. Um, who looks like a Ferengi. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's kind of a weird looking yeah, dude. Yeah, he's got these... He's got this grill in his mouth and big, big nose and face. He talks funny. I, I just call him the Ferengi for the whole thing. Um, yeah, it works. Uh, he, and uh, he takes Arnold to the the some club. Um, oh yeah, so Ar- um like Arnold knows that he has to go to what what is it? he has to he has to find Melina. Well, he goes he goes to the Hilton first. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And there's 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 a thing in the safe, and it it's a flyer for this brothel. Yeah, yeah, and and it so says he heads to the brothel. Go find Molina. Um, he goes to the brothel, finds Molina. Um, I had confusing thoughts about midgets. Um, Thumbelina, you mean? That's what they call her in the film. What Thumbelina? Yeah, no, is that her name? They in call the movie? her Thumbelina. That is not, that is absolutely her name. That is not a joke. I I was confused, Greg. I was maybe confused. you know what you know what love who you want to love, right? You know, the heart wants what the heart wants. I'll tell you one thing. You know who I'm not telling about this? <laughs> you know what we've learned? <laughs> you shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You that's shut like, up. That's it. Just shut it. She doesn't listen anyway. Uh, <laughs> we'd be in, you know, I really think I would be in trouble if my wife actually listened. Could you imagine if our wife suddenly started listening to this? The, oh. Yeah. Well, guys, it was our last episode. would just be five minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's been nice doing this, but we're married. Have a good life. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, adios. So uh, he meets Molina. 
a lot of this stuff is going to start getting like really long winded and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this this is where we we see a woman with three boobs. Yeah, that everyone talks about. Yeah, in this movie you see him three times throughout As the movie. As you should. Yeah, rule of three, right? Rule of three. He meets he meets Melina. She is not convinced of who he is. She thinks it's a it's a joke or or he's playing another also, game with her. All of us all of a sudden, Arnold Schwarzenegger can't string together a coherent sentence <laughs> to go. Look, I'm I'm confused. I think my mind has been altered with. I I honestly don't know what's going on. That's all he has to say. He cannot say a thing that makes like any he can't string a sentence together. It's really weird. Yeah. I, I was I, Arnold, you know what's so really interesting about Arnold watching this movie more than I think almost more than any other movie I've ever seen. Watching Arnold act is almost painful. <laughs> and, I, and I don't mean that in like... I mean, it is funny, absolutely, right? I mean, because that, that's the gag, right? He can't speak well. He's, he's not, you know... But when, like, he's giving that talk to himself, you you really have to ask, like, how... Okay, he's big, he's brilliant, he's an action star. Who gave him large speaking roles? And who made that decision and said, yes, we're going to go that direction? Because... Up until this, like even Predator, he doesn't talk a lot. Right. This one, he there's a lot of exposition from and, Arnold. And I think I think that was kind of like a it was a Verhoeven thing. Verhoeven wanted Schwarzenegger for Terminator. I mean for for uh, for RoboCop. Oh, he did. But oh, but it 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 just it just didn't work oh, out. Terrible. And, and I th- I think another part of the problem was he was so big. Yeah, he he that's hurt him that a bunch was, of times in roles. Yes. It was gonna it was gonna like like mess up the suit or something so they they decided well instead of going with like a crazy huge action star we'll go with peter weller and when this came up he's like oh i wanted to work with schwarzenegger so let's get him in here okay okay yeah so arnold um he's trying he's fumbling his way through uh this whole scenario he starts to leave and sharon stone or no the doctor from recall shows up yeah, he he goes back. Arnold goes back to his apartment, our hotel. And that yeah, yeah. The, the, um, I'm sorry, the hotel. Okay. And yeah, that's that, where the guy shows up, right? And he starts to explain. I th- very convincingly, by the way, this is a mistake. You're locked inside. This is what's going on. What I don't get about this, and this is of this is a good example of that really sets it for it's real. Mm-hmm. He says, "If you kill me, you can't get out." To which I was like, why don't you just reset yourself? I mean, do you only put yourself in memories once? Why wouldn't yeah, you have that, a backup system? Well, I think, I think he says something to the effect of, like, this is your last shot because you're after this. I, I think he says something to the effect of, like, you'll be too far gone. Yeah, you yeah, he did say something here like or something. That. Yeah. And, again, the guy explains the entire upcoming plot. Yes. Where he says, let me tell you what's going to happen if you don't take this pill. And what he says is literally what happens for the rest of the movie. Right. So he kills the guy. The agency shows up and they uh, they take Doug into custody for all of eight seconds. If that, yeah. Melina shows up, (laughs) wastes the agents, fights Sharon Stone, and then... Arnold Schwarzenegger gets loose with a classic line where he I love goes, this you, line. Wouldn't, you wouldn't shoot me, I'm your I'm your wife. And he just shoots her anyways and says... Consider this a divorce. Consider this a divorce. <laughs> I'll be honest, when they fought the first time, uh, 
I, again, I, I happen to be watching this with my, with my wife. I go, someone's filing papers. That, that There's no way this is going to continue. And then when he says that line, I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> that is way better than serving her papers. Oh, yeah. And I bet he had a lot more satisfaction, too. <laughs> but, One would think. So, yeah, shoots her in the head. Uh, she's done. I just realized I constantly wrote down Melina's name as Melinda. Oh, gee. <laughs> It's Every okay. single time, Melinda, Melinda. Anyway, they uh, run off to meet up with a Quato. Uh, yes, yes. They go back to the bar. Um, again, there's another stupid chase scene with Benny. And a uh, uh, three-boobed uh, mutant hooker gets shot. Yes, she does. Uh, by the Thumbelina. agency who's, who's looking for, uh, looking for, for Quaid and, and Melina. Yep. Uh, Thumbelina, thankfully, she's good. Uh, stab, oh, stabs up. a guy then oh yeah fired. sorry midget in short shorts with 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 fishnets and a bustier firing off a machine gun into a room full of people um i'm done i'm just you're done yeah <laughs> i'm i'm cracking i'm cricking a cigarette <laughs> I'm, you're, you're, I'm powerless yeah. yes yes i am I, I am mesmerized you're just you're 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 now you're now putty in her, her <laughs> I am. hands i am Maybe, maybe it's from years of playing uh, halflings in, in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm just oh, yeah, okay. I'm just a little predisposed. Okay. <sighs> yeah, what you're saying yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh, subconsciously, I didn't realize it would it would awaken in such a violent ma- manner as it did. So they escape into a tunnel uh, to go find Quato. Uh, by the way, that is the weirdest name to say, is it not? All, all, also, really confusing. With one guy is named Quaid and another guy <laughs> is named Quato. Yes, uh, it was very, very odd. We find out why very shortly, but so, so basically, yeah. so they they're, go, they're going through these tunnels and they find like the heart of the resistance. Yes, yes, and and they're like, well, we know that you, uh, Quaid, you know what they found in this temple they were excavating that has them so nervous. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're gonna unlock the memory to see what it is they're trying to kill you. Yes, to cover up. Yeah. Now we should point out Quato is a man baby thing that is growing in uh, some sort of parasitic twin. Right. Also a mutant. Yeah. But it can yeah. talk like no problem. Very, very convincingly, by the way. These graphics were like hit and miss. Like when it was pulled away five, oh, six feet. Oh, it looked bad on a wide shot. Yeah. No, I thought it looked better on the wide shot in absolutely terrible close up. I thought it was the oh, other way around. Yeah, because farther okay. away, it kind of like it looked blended and it kind of moved pretty mm. well. When you got close, you could you could just really tell the animatronics moving and, and everything kind of looked yeah. like greasy. I don't know why they always do that with, especially in the 80s, like makeups like that or... Very shiny. Yeah, very yeah. shiny. I don't know why. Like, every, like, it, like if you're that character, you must sweat profusely at all times, right. you know? It, it must be one of those things where, like, they found that if they don't do that, it looks, it doesn't look real. Like, super dull. Like, and, there yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. has to be a reason why. I, and it, I, it I absolutely agree. I absolutely that agree. That it's whatever. Yeah, it's got to be something um, like that. So, anyway... Uh, it turns out that what they discovered was some kind of reactor that would change the atmosphere to make it breathable to humans. Yes. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, the core is ice. It melts the core. O2 breaks out um, as the hydrogen and O2 are broken up. It becomes gas. Oxygen is released into the air. I don't know if that science works the way that they say it does. I don't think any of science in this works. No, I, I um, didn't think so either. Uh, but, and Ronnie Cox doesn't want this because he... 
controls the air. Is selling air. And of course, if there's no air to sell, well, you're out of business. They take the... At this time, the, the bad guys show up. Somehow they have found them. It's not clear how this occurs, and they never explain it ever. They just show up. They just know where they are. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Benny, no. Benny's the Benny. double agent. Benny's a double agent. It took me to the second to go, oh, yeah, I bet you I bet you Benny made a phone call. Benny. So Benny uh, pulls a gun, kills Quaid. I mean, yeah, Quato, not Quaid. Yes. Uh, yes. Kill, kills Quato, uh, takes uh, Doug and Molina hostage, and uh, they are the agency then kind of has them and decides right. that what they're going to do is put them into the recall machines. Now, I have a question for you. Ronnie Cox explains this was this whole thing was a setup and that... Yeah, Hoster or... Uh, Hauser. Hauser. So Arnold is supposed... In this story, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Hauser, who was a friend, um, I assume, at some point, Special Forces or something yeah, crazy like that. Yeah, some kind of high-level security right. something or other. Um, Best friends with Ronnie Cox, he conceived this notion to get Quato by creating this persona that would go through this story to get to this point. Um, he'd be good enough to get to Quato, but not not have enough information to know what was actually going on. And it was all a plot and setup, so it's a double-double cross is what it ends up being. And there's a very bromantic video of Ronnie Cox and Arnold. Uh, they, they definitely look like they vacation together on the rings of Saturn. <laughs> oh no, man. They're just growing it up. You think so? Just fist bumping just in the sun? Listening to some Dave Matthews band and, uh, what you yeah, just growing it out, dude. Yeah. You, you think so? You don't I, think there's any, exactly. <laughs> you don't think Ronnie Cox is like, uh, Arnold, do you know who I am? You're going <laughs> to suntan lotion my back and you're going to like it. I, I, hey, you know what? People won't live their lives. It's none of my business, Paul. Hey, I, I have an infatuation with midgets that shoot guns now, so I, it's, I think it's yeah, fair. It's, you know what? It's, it's all part of life's <laughs> No, you can't use it twice. <laughs> it was the perfect phrase. Oh, God, the tapestry. Uh, anyway. So, it's a little confusing, but basically they're saying that Schwarzenegger cooked this whole idea up to like have his memory removed. Right, yeah, it's person. very convoluted at and, this point. And so now he's like, oh, hey, I'm sorry, but now we're going to erase this memory and give you my memories back. Yes. Because I want my body back. So they drag them to the recall machines, uh, Molina and and Quaid. Yes. And uh, they, they break they, out just like you'd course, expect. They break out and, man, does Schwarzenegger brutally, and I mean brutally, murder like six or seven people it's so good i appreciate axe guy for uh, for grabbing an axe oh like he kind of looked like he was ready to do that too you know so good <laughs> so that all happens um and they escape now um, jams a metal rod through a guy's skull <laughs> yes again that's where the graphics hold up it well, looks really real good well on that one i guess maybe it's not on screen for much time but it looked pretty good Ronnie Cox is watching this uh, this whole thing. He sees them break out. He sends, is it Richter? Richter. Richter, uh, Michael Ironside's out to kill him. And then he just kills fish. He just uh, yeah, kicks I was a like, fish bowl. Is, is this like a foreshadowing thing? Like there's no oxygen. Now the fish can't breathe. I I just pictured the poor intern on the set who had to run over in between every take and pick up those fish and put them back in a fish bowl. 
because you can't, yeah, that's you know, because you can't have at the end of the film, you know, no animals were harmed in no the making animals. this film if, yeah. if you kill the fish. That's true. That's okay. I got it, Mr. Van Hoven. Oh, yes. Please save the fishies. <laughs> fishies are my friend. Unless, of course, I salt them and put them in lye underneath the earth for th- 35 days. <laughs> and then it's lutefisk. Yeah, I was going to say, loot, loot, don't, don't, you, don't you go bad mouth in the lutefisk, buddy. <laughs> it's not just for breakfast anymore. It's great. It's great stuff. Spe- speaking of which, did you all... Where is it? Is it here? Oh, no. Okay, it's at the very end. Ronnie Cox is a fantastic line about breakfast cereal that I thought was... Just- oh, yeah, okay. No, you, you and I both took that note. Um, so- I'm like... Okay, real I, quick, I, I we'll, was, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it because it's like coming right up. So, okay. so they break out. They get Michael Ironsides is getting ready to kill everyone. He's got an ambush set up. Um, uh, yeah, Quaid yeah, yeah. and Molina basically are like, "All right, we got to go to this reactor. We got to start it up." Yes, and this is where we finally have the hologram. Where it was good, great scene. It was good, great scene. Um, Arnold first walks out. They think it's them. I will say, uh, you're shooting a hologram. Even if that was a person, not everybody is hitting that target. Bullets have to be going somewhere. Yes. Why isn't everybody already dead? And, Great <laughs> question. And Michael Ironsides, he's smiling the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He is like, <laughs> this is the greatest. Oh, no, he is. But So the hologram flashes out. It's really cool. There's another scene. Arnold walks over and goes, ah, 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 I'm a hologram. No, I'm real. <laughs> and then he shoots a bunch oh, of no, guys. Oh, no, I love that. Oh, you think this is the real Quaid? It is! And he just shoots everybody. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Um, and eventually, they, they they murder everybody, of course. They're the heroes. Of course. Um, and, and by the way, that's here, neither here nor there of the recall. They're the heroes of the movie. They, of course they make it through. Um, Arnold fights Michael Ironsides on an elevator going up. Great scene. It, it It's Good. Arnold is a giant man. I'm glad Michael Ironsides got to act in a scene with which it makes it look like he could fight Arnold for a minute. Yeah, but he's Arnold's got like three or <laughs> six inches on the guy and a uh, hundred pounds, like 75 pounds. Yeah, yeah. And all muscle. And Arnold knows how to fight, whether whether it's Doug Quaid or Arnold. He's done enough action movies. He knows how to fight. That should have gone. Michael Ironsides punches him. He shakes it off, shoves him off the elevator, listens to the girl from Nipanema for the rest of the run. <laughs> I would love that scene. But instead, he throws him off the elevator. Michael Ironsides catches himself. Yeah. Grabs Quaid and says, you're coming with me. And then he looks up and he sees that they're going into a, there's like a, like a oh, shaft. Uh, of rock. Sh- yeah, yeah. Basically, basically the, the floor is coming down. So he grabs his arms and it just cuts the other iron sides off. off and it just cuts his arms off and he goes see you at the party Richter and he throws <laughs> his know, arms at him no what is happening at that party because <laughs> Roddy Cox says once you're converted to Hauser come and meet me at my party we'll both be there waiting Neither one of neither Richter nor Ronnie Cox ever end up at a party, and they both end up dead. There's a room full of people wondering where they're. And there's some very angry caterers who aren't getting their money. <laughs> I did, I did picture for one moment just just two debutantes there going, "Well, uh, gee, I really hope, uh, I really hope Copenhagen shows up." Uh, I heard he's a lovely man. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I've been waiting uh, all, all season to get invited to one of these. I know, and, yeah. And uh, yeah. the guy can't be bothered to show up to his own party. It's not It's not good. good. It's not good. Mm. Did you try the shrimp? Shrimp is very good. You know, I did. I, I hear they're from Saturn. Oh, uh, they're, oh yeah. I've been meaning to take a vacation out there. I, I hear <laughs> nothing but wonderful things about Saturn. Just, uh, it's just. Do you want to bail? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's, you let's, know what? You know what? We can catch. Uh, we can catch the space train to Saturn. <laughs> Be there in an hour and a half. I say we go do that. Let's go do that. <laughs> yeah, this party blows. It's, 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 it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's good. The debutante scene. <laughs> the debutante. Do do do. I don't know. That's the real <laughs> <Rainbow laughs> song. That's. That's, we can't use that. That's already used. <laughs> Come up with something else. Uh, no, no. We haven't used that one yet. That's the uh, Reading Rainbow one. That's what I said. We can't. We got to come up with another one. No, we're doing it. I don't care. <laughs> we're gonna do if we're going to do the stupid one. America Eagle every goddamn episode, we can use for you. I don't All care. Right. We should use no, the Reading last... Rainbow when, when one of us says, like, well, don't take my word for it. <laughs> Anyway, okay, let's just, uh starting to get okay, late, Craig. Anyway, look, they they get to they the get reactor. to the reactor. Ronnie Cox is already there. He's already the hopped up. Baffling lines <laughs> in cinema history to me. Goes, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go, go go ahead, Paul. You do it. You're gonna you're not making it out of here. I've set this to blow. You're gonna die, and I'll have enough time to be back in time for cornflakes. First of all. What kind of sad man is eating cornflakes at like 10 o'clock at night? What kind of party is he throwing that cornflakes is the main dish? I can only assume cornflakes <laughs> is slang for some for sort that? of Mars No, no, no. Drug. Kellogg's totally sponsored this whole movie for that one line. It's, it's Kellogg's. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm in time to get home to eat my cereal that was made to prevent boys from masturbating. <laughs> right. Yes, of course. I don't know. Anyway, uh, no, I'm I'm with you. That line popped up, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I, the, the way that Ro- going, I'll be home in time for cornflakes. What <laughs> cornflakes? Yeah, uh, you know. Be home yeah, in time for corn. Yeah, flakes? yeah. What? What? You don't like? You don't like the the crunchy texture of, of a good uh, cornmeal? Crushed into a flake that is baked to perfection, huh? Do you, Quaid? Hey, you take that back. You know I love the delicious taste of Kellogg's part of a complete breakfast cornflakes, all right? Then, you take that back. Then then I want to see some more respect for morning breakfast cereals. It is a part of a daily balanced breakfast. Hey, as a proud American, of course I eat cornflakes. I just don't understand why you don't have the cornflakes with you right now. I do! <laughs> And he pulls out two bowls. Totally different ending to this movie. And then then they're just angrily like eating in like each other's faces to like psych each other out. Milk is just going everywhere. Oh no, no! It's like it's like it's just yeah. It's a mess. It's a it's a crazy mess. Melita's just there. What in the f is going on here? Oh my god. What a di- what a different ending this would be! Uh, no 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 no! You know what happens? She's on that elevator and she just comes up and she sees what's happening and then just goes right back down again. <laughs> Boop! Yeah, just like yeah, about. So anyway, um, Ronnie Cox has the bomb. The bomb. He 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 gets shot by Molina. The bomb gets armed. Schwarzenegger throws it. It blows up. It doesn't hurt anybody, but it breaks open the one pane glass. Of course, of about. course. Those goddamn union guys—they were—they were, they were just—they knew the game they were playing. 
So um, Ronnie Cox gets sucked out. Yes. Uh, Schwarzenegger is able to activate the reactor. Then he gets sucked out. Yes. And uh, it eventually, and I got to say, very conveniently in time for them not to die. Now, um, it, it fixes the atmosphere within like a couple minutes. We we tease us at the beginning. Arnold's eyes are not in his skull at no, one point. They are out of his skull. And everything just kind of wiggles its way back into place. And, and I was like, that's not how physiology works. Those eyes are out. Someone has to <laughs> push Pop them back, back in. in. Yes. Like, like and, best case scenario. More than likely, you're they're detached. They're, they're probably detached at that point. Yeah, I was like, okay, look, you had me with your pseudoscience up to this point. But now we're just, we've gone a little too far. But yes, apparently you can release enough oxygen, um, pure O2, into the atmosphere to turn the skies blue, bring about clouds, which is actually water vapor, and uh, breathable oxygen everywhere, with, the, with, by the way, enough force to blow out every window on the planet. Oh, all the, well, and, and I, think, I think we nailed it because I, I wrote down so many broken panes of glass. There were only one pane. Yep. Yeah. It, it all it all it has to it's be. a solid thing. Yeah. Now uh so like yes, the atmosphere is fine, you know, they kiss. Now here's something very important, and we talk we might as well just jump right into this. Do you think this really happened or it's all in his head? The movie fades to white, then cuts to black. Okay. I believe this is all in Arnold Schwarzenegger's head, and he dies at the end of the movie. I now my my real theory is the one I gave you at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, yeah. mask breaks open and he's dying. So, but but between the did this really happen? Is this all in his head? I believe it is all in his head that is like getting scrambled by the the recall machine. Um, I agree. I for me, I especially because how the opening with the Mars thing and the reason why I buy into it being a dream. And I actually believe in when it fades to white, he's waking up from the recall machine and he goes back to his life. That's what I okay. actually think. I don't see a reason why he would die because we have to assume even where it starts with the recall machine malfunctioning, that was a part of the That implant. was also part of the, of the thing. So he would wake up remembering all of this and he's done. Um, the reason why I buy into that is because at the beginning when he has his real dream there's no oxygen and there's no they're wearing suits that break and he dies because of that if he had lived the, his life or there was some sort of memory of that with him and melina you've dreamt that you both died why would you then wake up alive um if M just melina died now you could mm. think maybe the company planted it that way so he thinks she's dead and will never go looking for her that's not what happened so for me I think the recall machine worked exactly like it was supposed to. I think I think he goes through the whole thing. At the end, he wakes up and goes back to his, oh my God, depressing, humdrum, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sharon Stone, multi-millionaire construction worker job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Arnold wakes up and goes back to a better life than me already. Uh, Certainly yeah. has, a, has a much better house. Yes, yes. Uh, how about, well, yeah, how about so yourself? I, 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 I subscribe to the, his brain really is breaking down and the recall people are actively trying to, to, to tell him to like take that pill and wake up and get out. And he's not, and he's having oh, okay, like, okay. A, like, 
like it's 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 that that's the scenario that I pick. But yeah, I I, I believe it's not actually real. I believe it's a it's a dream. It's memory memory implant. Whether he dies at the end or not, I think I think that's what it is. Okay, yeah. So we're about, we're on the same page with that, and that yeah, that's good. Well, I guess it really comes down to the the big question. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, the big question. What's the body count of this film, Paul? Uh four hundred. Oh, there are so <laughs> many deaths in this movie. Uh legitimately, uh, it's. I'd, I'd clock in 130. Confirm, these are confirmed deaths. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I found a few different numbers. Uh, I, I'm siding with uh, All Out of Bubblegum, the website. That yeah, I that's where you usually get them. Yep, they're pretty good with this stuff. Body count, 96. Okay, a little less than I thought, but uh, definitely as much as I, I would expect. Could could be up to 100. There were four, like, like a lot of the techs when he escapes. A couple, he just like punches in the face oh Are they okay. dead? we don't know could be dead right you know like right, there's right. there's a couple of those where like you see a guy get like beat up and like thrown like down some stairs or whatever and it's like eh, maybe we don't know so you know what's confirmed you know what i never understand is with the body count do they ever confirm uh do they ever count people that like get shrapnel and may die of an infection later on no i think i think it's i think it's just like in the movie time that it's running people okay dead. okay not people that will eventually die. Damn. Okay. Because that would be everyone. Everyone in that movie is eventually going to die. That is a very good point, Greg. So, <laughs> body count, 100%. <laughs> yes, yes. Every movie from this point forward, even movies where people don't die. No. It doesn't, it's yeah. amazing. The Wizard, one of our earliest films, 100% body count. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah. Every person. <laughs> the Hannah Montana movie. Whole freaking town full of people dead. Hundred, whole town Hundreds dead. of people dead. Oh, it's a tragedy. Uh, anyway, uh, that's that is that is total total recall. I would say. Would you agree, Greg? Uh, it's certainly not the Rick and Morty episode total Rick call, which is uh, fantastic. But Paul, was this film rad? Um, man, it's tough. Uh, it's a fun movie. I think there are points of this movie that are really fun and and good. Unlike RoboCop, which is the other. Paul Van Hoover movie that we've done so far. This one, this one had a lot more points of where it was long and drawn out, and it kind of got caught up in itself. Where RoboCop is nice and tight, this one I felt it was kind of getting in on itself a little bit too much. Um, I I am gonna say it's rad only because it is a great fun action movie. I think there's enough there to really enjoy and to want to watch this movie again um i may watch it again to justify what i paid but i do think it's a rad movie it is probably i always say i'm on the cusp i think this is one of the times and it falls onto the rad side but god man like one more arnold exposition and it totally would have fell apart um ronnie cox definitely saves this movie and the action and sci-fi elements of this movie the idea of total recall is amazing the 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 concept is fantastic that's what i loved about this movie how about yourself greg uh i'm with you i i was i was on the fence it definitely feels it's two hours we say this a lot you probably could have chopped 15 minutes out of this movie oh yeah easily um there were a couple of subplots that i don't think add a ton that, that, that that could be removed but but 
I think I thought this film, uh, I felt a little str more strongly about this film, I think, than you did. And I'm, I'm actually giving it a rad. Um, it, it's got that element of, of, of kind of danger to it. It's, it's just a great, it's, it's a well-made movie and definitely the sort of structure of the film is incredibly strong. Like you said, the sort of, the, the thought of the movie, the sort of, the idea behind it, the, the, you know, oh, memory implants and, and is this the memory implant, isn't it? And, mm -hmm. and just, uh, solid, solid film, solid acting by everybody, fun movie, you know, violent, just just a, a solid, solid rad movie from the time period that we picked. Nice. Good. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, it's it's not a terrible movie. It's certainly not, you know, something uh, I would tell people not to watch. So um, that's that is the end. This is to that's total recall. Um, we've kind of come to the end so we can uh, we another long one. We're going to try and buzz through this ending here in about two minutes. Uh, All right. Thank you, Mr. Go. Bibbs. Uh, the best, as Mr. always, Bibbs. yeah, donations are fantastic. Go to thiswasrad.podbean.com. Become a patron. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, reach out. Speak to us there. We have some fantastic stuff up there. And our next movie, Greg. Oh, no, 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 no. No. You got to go to iTunes. Oh, to yeah. iTunes. <laughs> Give us give us a five star review and write a review for our podcast, please, 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 please. Yes, it helps with our ratings. The more uh, the, it helps with the search engine kind of optimization within iTunes. The more ratings we have, uh, especially if you want to give us like a five star rating, that'd be fantastic. But just the more people have rated us and reviewed us, the higher up we will be in that. So please, 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 absolutely, do that. absolutely. And if people find us. They will check reviews, and if they see enough good ones, they know that they're going to try and listen to us, so it also helps us get more listeners that way as well. That brings us to our next movie, Greg. This is a movie you have been wanting to do for oh. quite a long time. Uh, you bring, you've you brought it up on the list, uh, I would say, at least four or five times, and I, I keep I keep finding ways to push it down, but we got to get to it. Uh, we are doing Videodrome. Yeah, so... This is a movie I have heard of. I have never seen. I I have no idea what to expect. I've heard. Don't look up anything about it. I'm not. Just watch I, it. Hey, I never do that for any of these movies. Okay. <laughs> Number two, uh, any movie I haven't seen, I'm actually kind of like jonesing to see it more. Vision Quest, terrible movie. I was actually happy to go and watch it because it's like I haven't seen this. It could turn my world around. I can't wait to see how this one turns out. So that's it. We are doing Videodrome next. And and that's that's the podcast. Uh, anything else from you? Play us out, Vampire Stepdad. I am Paul. I'm Greg. See you guys. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.